Hello everybody and welcome back to 100 Years 100 Movies. Today we're talking about the year 2010. Uh, 2010 was a movie that had a lot of interesting, um, I'm sorry, it was a year, not a movie. <laughs> it was a year that had a lot of interesting movies come out. Movies such as Darren Aronofsky's Black Swan, um, the Coen Brothers remake of True Grit, uh, Winter's Bone, which is one of my favorite um uh, Jennifer Lawrence movies, Jackass 3D, which is just fucking great, and I very nearly almost talked about this that movie this, um, for this year, and also one of my personal, just completely out there, ridiculously gruesome movies, uh, horror movies, and that's The Human Centipede, um, <laughs> I used to, um, yeah, you know, I, I like I said, this is a human centipede was almost one I also talked about as well. But um the movie that we're gonna talk be talking about from two thousand ten is actually you can't you can't get as far away from the human centipede human centipede as this movie, and that's Toy Story Three. Um now Toy Story Three I think might be the first um movie that I talk about that is the third installment in, in, in maybe it isn't, um, but that I've gone to this much in, in this, uh, into this much depth. Um Toy Story Three is just this unexpected like much later sequel to toy story one and two because toy story one and two were like two of the first three movies that pixar made and pixar um i mean toy story is like their main franchise and um they're all they're all great i know some people were a bit disappointed by Toy Story 4, but I get the sense that those people never had to watch a whole bunch of the Toy Story um, specials and, um, like, short, like, you know, Toy Story shorts. And, and I mean, if you think that 4 kind of wrecked the legacy of those first three movies, then, yeah, talk to me after watching um, uh, The Time That Land for, The Land That Time Forgot or whatever the fuck that one's called. That it's terrible. <laughs> Toy Story 4 is, is a lot of fun. My, um, my kids really enjoy it. I think it really gives, um, a proper send off to Woody and kind of just it sets it up for more later, more later movies, which I'm sure that we're going to eventually get a Toy Story 5. Um, but Toy Story 3, I think uh, it, it does this really interesting thing where, um, because there's such a gap between the first two and this one, you really get to see, um, Andy, the main character. Um, well, I mean, the main characters are Buzz and Woody, they're the toys, but, you know, their owner, you really get to see him grow, and I think um, it mirrored a lot of people, like, I was a little older um, when the first Toy Story came out, which was, like, 95, I was 13, 14 years old, um, but I've talked to some people that are younger than me, um, who grew up with these movies, who were basically right around the same age as Andy was in those first couple of movies, and in by the time Toy Story, Toy Story 3 came, came around, they were also around that same age where they're going off to college or they were in college and how it impacted them or you know they had just finished college and how it really impacted them and I think that's like the best thing about this movie is that it um kind of shows you that that growth for Andy and then introducing Bonnie as um kind of the next kid that that these toys are going to revolve around it's great And, and Toy Story I think just has like this it has this central, um, like, theme of, um, 
this like existential theme of like kind of like what is our purpose because these are toys and they're aware that they're toys um but at the same time it's also almost like about growing up and the things that you um as you grow up the things that you leave behind um as you outgrow them and and whether or not it's a good thing to kind of revisit those and um the impact of those things that were important to us at one time um pixar in in general um and and i kind of feel like i've i've really neglected pixar in, in going through these movies but um i think part of that is that they overall they just have they're they're great their movies i mean i could think of like one or two that are aren't that great but the majority of their movies are great and and they're all about story the importance of story and the importance of of the emotion of the characters and kind of having that um connection to to the characters whether they are toys or you know a little robot that smashes up trash or a rat (laughs) um or a little boy in mexico who is trying to connect to his culture and to his um to his family um pixar is great and, and i think toy story 3 just toy story 3 and the toy story movies in general just epitomize what's great about them and and just on top of everything else just how um um flexible the use of these characters can be i think has just led to to them being so iconic and to um just the level the, the level of craft and the level of um storytelling in these movies and the toy story movies is wonderful and um in a way i think toy story 3 might actually be my favorite when i think about them out of this series um so when i think about the most like the one i've probably seen the most is probably toy story 4 because my kids watch it at least once or twice a week um god they fucking love horky but um out of all of them i think toy story 3 might be the best one also because this is the only one <laughs> this is the only one of the toy stories where they straight up tease just destroying the mall in a giant incinerator which um if you're gonna go out I, that's definitely one way of going out it's not what happens obviously but um just imagine <laughs> uh so if you somehow haven't seen toy story um which i feel is almost like an impossibility unless you're a child and even then um my son is too and he he knows woody and forky and um jesse and mr potato head and all that um check out toy story uh toy story 3 check out any of the toy stories the other movie that i wanted to talk about from 2010 is a very interesting sci-fi action movie directed by christopher nolan and that's inception a movie that is all about fucking with dreams and does it as an action movie which i think is great like you're going to take this concept of what a dream is and levels of dreams and what we can do in dreams. And then you're going to basically just use that as an excuse to just have these really inventive action sequences. Like I'm in man, like if that's what you're going to do with a the movie, then fuck. Yeah. Um, Inception is great. Inception. Um, I think really caught, it, it just really kind of bore itself into the zeitgeist in, in 2010 when it came out. Uh, to the point that I mean, it was parodied in so many different things, and South Park, of course, had like this great parody of it, um, which tied it into like um, sexual abuse because South Park, of course, why not? But um, yeah, this movie, like, it's it's extremely inventive. The effects hold up mostly, um, and the actors 
the people in this like there's such a deep cast of of great actors in this i mean leonardo dicaprio um joseph gordon levitt ellen page uh, tom hardy this was like i think the biggest thing he had done at that point not not what got people to know him but the the, the movie that um i think really introduced him to a lot of of um people here in america um killian murphy's in this who's like always kind of pops up in nolan movies um uh, michael kane um marion cotillard like this movie is just i mean it's just stacked full of great act actors and actresses and um I, I, part of that i feel it's like if um it just kind of shows christopher nolan's clout i think it's like i'm just gonna make like this silly action movie where i get to just um reenact like uh some 60s james bond movies and um like i had mentioned like um honor majesty honor majesty secret service um the last third of that movie is in the alps and it's all in the snow and the final um sequence where they're in this um fortress in the snow like it's very um very much influenced by by honor majesty secret service but a lot of the other stuff in this as well just kind of influenced by old action movies and i think if you're christopher nolan then you're able to do that and then just cast it with just the best available actors at that time um and by best available, I mean some of the best actors at that time. So if you haven't seen Inception or if you haven't gone back and rewatched it, do yourself a favor and check it out. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.